Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the shift. Are you coming for the shift with us? Yeah. Welcome to the shift. Are you coming for the shift with us? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the shift. It's great to have everybody back. We have a wonderful episode for you guys today. We chat to Shauna from sexshopper.ie about many things. Sexshopper.ie is an online sex shop geared towards the Irish market and Shauna started that company and uh, she was gracious with her time. We talked to her about sex toys, masturbation, why it's important and exciting for the listener at the end of the app, she has brought a sex toy for myself and Katie to try two separate ones. A lady sex toy and a man sex toy. But don't get too excited. We don't try them live on air. That's not the vibe of the podcast. Perhaps <laughs> if we start a Patreon, that's the type of stuff we'll be doing. Although that is not true because that would literally be like a webcam service. And that's not the vibe of the podcast. Anyway, guys, got a great up coming up. I just wanted to say that I'm in Boston this weekend. March 7th to 9th, so if you know anybody there, let them know, it's going to be a great show, and uh, other than that, enjoy the episode, myself and Katie, talking to Shauna from sexshopper.ie. Yeah. So, Katie just met Shauna, this is Shauna from sexshopper.ie. Hello. <laughs> who, um, I cannot remember actually how I came across you originally. Yeah, we talked about this. We're trying to like figure out if we had people in common or if you just found me on Instagram or what the Yeah, story I mean, I'm was. pretty sure it was just an Instagram thing. Mm. I, I know that I was immediately into it because, well, obviously you had an you have a bit of Irish in the name of your shop. <laughs> I had done a couple of jokes about like a shop of Guinness, but I just thought it was, I thought it was cool that you were, uh, that you're selling sex toys online. Yeah. I guess geared towards the Irish market, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I wanted when I when I first set it up, I really wanted to to make sure that people knew that it was like an Irish brand and what better way than having it like ha at least half of it Osgoeliga. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it's a perfect name, like absolutely. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah. And people who don't speak Irish can also get that it's shop. That it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except like my my suppliers cuz I have like wholesalers in like the UK and like other parts of Europe and they're like how do we say sexiopa? Like, no. But that's actually that's a problem like for Irish people and Irish names when they go abroad all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised that you're getting. Uh, but if I ever wanted to like expand outside of Ireland, I'd need to get like a new name for for my expansion. <laughs> yeah, I guess you would. Yeah, but I guess you could just change it to like sex shopper like s-h-o-p-a and not lose the sound oh yeah possibly yeah yeah, yeah. but then it'd sound like it's just somebody annoyed like where's the sex shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm annoying. horny <laughs> sex shopper comedy so so um just just a bit of history on it 
Well, obviously mm. you have an American accent. Yes. So how'd you end up in Ireland? I ended up in Ireland when I was 20 because I dropped out of college. I wanted to become a film editor. And like very quickly into my course, I was told that the only way I was going to become a film editor is if I moved down to LA. Oh, and by the way, there's like too many editors and not enough editing jobs. So you're going to have to be at the top of your game to be able to like get just any job. And this was kind of before the days of YouTube. Um, when you could kind of make your own opportunities. So I was like, well, fuck, I am fucked then. <laughs> so I'm going to have to figure out another way of, of like having a career. And I had gone, so that summer I went on a trip to like Cork with some family and really loved it, but wanted to see Dublin. We didn't see Dublin. So the next year went back to Dublin and met a guy. Met a guy. Met a guy. Oh, <laughs> met an Irish guy. Um, and then ended up marrying him a year later. So. Oh my, are you still married? No. <laughs> oh, Katie, Jesus. I love love. <laughs> I, I, do, I do too. Yeah, no, um, married and divorced by 24. Wow. But he remarried a girl from Texas, so. So he lives over there and I live over here and we just kind of swap countries. So he likes the Americans. He likes the Americans. I'm a bit of an idiot. The whole time we've been talking for like 20 minutes before this podcast, I didn't notice you having an American accent. I thought you really? had like a D4 accent. Yeah, I get that a lot too. I had um, taxi drivers like ask me, have, were you, did you just get back from your J1? And I'm like, first, oh, right. of, yeah, first can... of all, I'm 34. <laughs> I take the compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look very young. I got Sorry. carded the other day in Tesco. I was like buying a bottle in of Tesco. wine. In yeah. Tesco? Uh, I guess they're, they're actually probably more, um, they're like more paranoid than like a pub hurt. I got the impression the guy just kind of wanted to flirt with me because he did it to the, the woman in front of me as well. And she was like clearly in her, her late 30s, early 40s. So I think, really? I think he, yeah, I think he uh, was just that's a, chancing his arm. That's, that's, <laughs> that's his little thing that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so what, like how then do you say, I'm going to start an online sex shop? Oh, um, so I was in the market for a vibrator about seven or eight years ago. Yeah, it was like, it was like 2011. I was like, my vibrator broke and so I needed a new one. And I was doing a load of like product research because I wanted to get like the best of the best um, and quickly realized that the, the industry is like largely unregulated. And so you have like these luxury brands who were making like silicone sex toys that are like body safe. And then you had like the kind of cheaper brands that were making like sex toys out of like PVC. So PVC in its natural state is a solid. It's like what your pipes are made out of at home, which is like totally safe. Like uh, the chemistry makeup, like it's, it's inert. But once you start to like add plastic softeners in it to get it to that like jelly dildo consistency, um, that's where the problems come in. Because uh, the, there's, a, there's the main group of plastic softeners called phthalates, which are banned in children's toys up to like 0.1% of a toy entire makeup can be like made in plastic softeners so they're they're banned in children's toys in the u.s and the eu um but they're not banned in adult toys so there was like a huge huge problem with that like across the industry because there's no country that wants to be seen like regulating sex toys so, so sorry you were just aware of this as a, so as, was, a as a consumer as a consumer just doing consumer research so they don't want kids to put it in their mouth but it's totally okay to put it in your vagina oh yeah 100%. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i like knowing this like concerned about this I went to um, the big female founded sex shop in Seattle called Babeland which you guys have like three in locations New in New York um, never been <laughs> I actually, I, I, I actually I, haven't been, but I, I, I've, I've passed one. I believe there's one in the Lower East Side. Actually, that's why there's I, one on Rivington Street. I think. Yeah, uh, there's one in Brooklyn as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, shop with me instead, you guys. Oh, this is 100 percent an advertisement for you. <laughs> so I went to Babeland and was just like really blown away by the customer service, by the fact that they had like natural lighting, um, and just the way like everything was like merchandised. It felt like shopping in a boutique or an Apple store rather than like shopping in a sex shop because I, I would take like friends to different like sex shops around Dublin when they were buying their vibrators and just got this really like uncomfortable feeling because it was like always like really super male dominated spaces there was like one dude behind the counter and it was just be like a countertop full of like out of date poppers and like just dusty anal beads all do you know what wall. poppers are Katie uh it's a thing to make your arse bigger no, <laughs> it's uh, it's amyl nitrate. So the way that it, it works, I mean, it, it, you weren't one hundred percent wrong. You put you it, you put it in your nose, and you it makes do. your arse looser, right? 
it makes you more relaxed. Ah, but yeah, it get, get, like gets high, makes you more relaxed. It doesn't make your hole bigger. Yeah, <laughs> but you're kind of like on the right path of that. As but a yeah. woman with IBS, I'm not doing well. First, <laughs> <laughs> I need that stuff tight. We, we, we haven't we haven't got into anal yet in in this podcast. Oh right. Oh, that's, well, that's I, for the future. We'll talk about that today then. So. Oh, oh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> um, I'm scared of anal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just keep focused there for a sec on your uh, your trip to Cable Street. Oh yeah, so um, so yeah, we like would take I'd take my friends like to on trips to like different like oh, sex right. shops, and it just like wasn't a great customer experience. And so um, after my trip to Bayland, I was like, we don't have anything like that here in Dublin. I really want to start a sex shop. And um, a few of my friends were like, yeah, absolutely, you need to do this. And so kind of planned it for about a year. Um, and then in 2012, at the end of 2012, I um, I opened it up online. That's amazing. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So just because you're so comfortable at going around and buying vibrators even before you decided. Yeah. Well, how old were you when you first when you got your first vibrator? I was 22. 22. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I and I bought it online. I bought it from oh, where did I buy it from? I, it was a Lilo vibrator. Um, and yeah, it was my best friend. <laughs> and this is while you were here. This is why I was here. Yeah. Here. So, um, yeah, I moved here when I was 20. I got the vibrator when I was 22. And I think I was like 24, 25 when that one broke and I needed a new one. Around the time. Oh, so that was the time that you yeah. started looking. Uh, and that's what it, that it was that look that caused you to think you need to open up a place. Yeah. yeah. Now, can I ask you a question? Obviously, part of your motivation was because you thought that it was kind of a bit seedy, a little bit of sort of like a like a dark place in terms of the Irish sex shop. Yeah. But did you also think that there was a, there was a demand or that there would be a demand if you opened up a, a different type of shop? Yeah, I've always been like, it's probably this American optimism. Um, if you build it, they will come, pun intended. Um, but like, I, I just... I had a gut feeling that if I if I opened something up that was like positive, that people would see it as such. And I I think that I've been right in that. I haven't gotten any major backlash about it. Um, I know like when Ann Summers opened on O'Connell Street in 99, they got sent a bullet in the post. And like fast forward to like 2016, I was on RTE showing a bunch of sex toys to like college students and nobody batted an eyelid, nobody complained. So I think like I, I just like I had I had a feeling that like things were changing in Ireland and I wanted to be part of that. And uh, yeah. do you, but so do you find that, but marketing these products in Ireland or talking about them in Ireland, you have to have like a sort of a certain tact of sort of explaining to people that it's okay, as opposed to America yeah. where there's a bit more of a, an openness about it. So here you're almost kind of saying to people, listen, this is something that you will be into if you get it. Whereas yeah. in the States, they're sort of saying like, what have you got? I think you definitely like in Ireland, you have to like coax people out a bit more. But I've noticed that like when I give talks and things, if you give people a platform to ask questions about sex, they absolutely 100% will. So I've like, I've done talks at like colleges where um, like nobody will raise their hand to ask a question. And then I'll be like, okay, the first person who asks a question will get like a free bottle of lube. And then everybody puts their hand up. So it's just trying to like get like bring people out of their shells a little bit. Like I don't I I think we're way more liberal than we give ourselves credit for. And I say we because I have my citizenship Uh, (laughs) way more liberal than we give ourselves credit for. Um, I think it's just again, it's just it's just getting getting ourselves into the habit of being more open. And I think um, like certainly like the millennial generation and under is is like really taking part in that and um because we we have the internet we have much more access to to information um much more access to like educational tools than than we ever had before and that's not to say that like we don't need better sex education in ireland because we we absolutely do um but i think because there's none because there's none very very little there's very little and it's very like hit and miss there's some there's some schools who do brilliant sex education and then there's there's some schools that just because of religious ethos, like will not 
teach yeah. anything we we had it but what she told us was an absolute disgrace what did you get told uh, uh she pulled in a diagram and she said if you have anal sex your organs will fall out of your arse i got told that as well and I, I was i believed it for a reason like and yeah. even though i and i went home and i told my stepmom and she was like she's a social worker so she's like that's not true at all and yeah. very like but i still was like <laughs> like for years I still when my first boyfriend asked me to do it I was like I really like my organs <laughs> but you don't know you're like tw- I was 12 I know, I know. Six you were 12 when they told class, you that yeah, oh my god really mm-hmm. but if you have anal they told you that at 12 yeah wow. we were we were told in sex ed that if you have too much anal sex that like your bowels will fall out oh, so this was in America this is in America this is we need I think to- it was just a myth that was going around and like Dan Savage the sex advice columnist was like he always says this on the podcast that like if that were true there would be like a run on adult diapers and everything <laughs> especially nowadays I feel like everyone's fine. everyone's into the anal nowadays yeah sure why not <laughs> and why wouldn't they I like, I like a finger but you know more than that I'm, I'm not risking <laughs> so, one day <laughs> just, 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 just for the record like in terms of bad sex education stories uh, Miss Maureen in 7th grade in uh, St. Kevin's where I went to grammar school uh, decided to tell us about masturbation. I think it was eighth grade, actually. And she said, um, there's nothing wrong with masturbation, but just so you know, if you do it too much, when the day comes that you need to get an erection with somebody else, you won't be able to get one because you'll be too used to giving it to yourself. Oh, my God. I, I, I was fucking, I was distraught. I was like, fuck. I'm going to have to break in it, man. I'm going to have to fucking break in this thing. And, you know, the funny thing is that when I, I was sitting there on my own thinking, you know, because at that age, you think you're the only one that's masturbating, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of, like, at that time, it's like, you know, mas- you don't you don't jerk like like you're you're a wanker or whatever. And now I realize that every boy in that class was fucking sitting there going, "Oh yeah. fuck, I'm gonna have to break in it." You know, I haven't. Like, I, I need to have like a support group with the people that were in that class. I, like I remember being like 11 or 12 and thinking I was the only person who did it because like people like like you said like everybody calls each other like wankers or just like makes fun of like the kids that you know got caught masturbating or whatever. And um, and so yeah, I just I I I knew that it, like intrinsically that it was something really shameful because like mm. everybody was like making fun of like oh so and so is a wanker or whatever um but yeah i can't like i w- can't remember what age where i finally was like fuck it like this is fine <laughs> katie <laughs> Probably, you, you you have a lot you have a lot of masturbation questions right yeah i didn't start till i was in my 20s really yeah, i know no yeah, one talked to me about it i know i know a lot of people who were like that that just didn't but um yeah there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of kids who start like really young and a lot of kids that are just like late bloomers and everything in between like that's yeah that's normal too it's fine um i think because yeah i don't know as well i think i'm a better person since i started <laughs> but, but just, just, don't you think though that some of that has to do with the fact that well, certainly in ireland but i think maybe in general there's there's not the same feeling for women certainly at a stage where they might be starting that this is something that women should do. No, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I, it is, it, and like I remember hearing the boys that I would hang around with talking about like wanking very, um, but no one talked about yeah. girls doing it, and they were talking about like having wanking competitions and stuff. Like it was very <laughs> open, and then like but, who can finish faster, who can do it the most, or like they had it like a finishing faster one. Okay, when he hears this, oh, really? he's gonna murder me. <laughs> like, I, I feel like my generation it was like around sixteen where guys were finally like, all right, guys, like, are we just gonna fucking I'm just come clean here like we're all fucking at it yeah but that, that was a moment I, I don't know uh i don't know when that moment happens for women and if it's a lot later in ireland but i certainly feel that there's less openness here about female masturbation well i think the first time i ever had like a proper conversation like with my girlfriends about it was probably in my 20s oh really yeah oh so yeah. it definitely is later then yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I know I would, it's anecdotal. and i would have been i would have been over here by that time um but yeah we like would have never talked about it when we were teenagers like at all at all i didn't even think it was i didn't even know it was a thing women did like yeah. i didn't i didn't even, yeah i didn't even know about really the clitoris until quite later in life so uh yeah well I yeah no one no one had to tell me i just, just I, you I, found I, it i, I found it <laughs> <laughs> but you had never you had never discovered like that there's a pleasurable part down there ever once no i stuck a finger in once when i was like 15 and then i was like Oof, i felt so guilty yeah really like, yeah yeah but but like yeah i just came to the table late with a lot of stuff but once i went to america my american friends were so open about it and then yeah. i talked to my irish friends about it once i was open about it then they were open so i think it's just someone needs to be the conversation starter someone needs to break the ice on yeah. that yeah. it's a pretty amazing thing when you think that you touch yourself 
and you think you're doing something wrong yeah. like like who and this is for all of us really who allowed some sort of prisoner warden to come and decide that one part of our body was not up to us to use yeah, it's pretty yeah. strange yeah but in the meantime you have like parents who are like forcing their kids to give hugs to like relatives or friends of the family or whatever and like yeah. like it's a whole consent thing or like so true we we don't have consent over our own bodies when it comes to being polite to other people but like we're not allowed to touch ourselves kind of thing I well thank thank well, well i'm just gonna say thank god that in terms of uh the shame around masturbation like it, it it's it's tackled to a large degree i feel mm. i don't feel like the next generation coming through have as much i yeah i hope not i don't I, like i don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as as our generations but yeah. Generations. Generations. Well said. <laughs> Shade. How, how, how old are you? 34. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, I, I wouldn't. You guys are pretty much the same generation. I'm 28. Yeah. But I look 24. <laughs> but but I, I've, had, I've had a few conversations recently, definitely with Katie. And then, oh, somebody, actually, a 29 year old woman just the other day. And both of you have expressed a, a sentence along the lines of, what the next generation are getting into, they're way more open, mm -hmm. which is interesting to me because I just lump you guys all in the sort of 20 to 34 zone. Yeah. But I, it seems like in Ireland, your age group seem to th see quite a difference in openness around sex in the average sort of like 19 to 23, 24 year old. Oh, completely. Like I was talking to a younger woman, but I, I, I don't think they're more open with female masturbation because her impression of it was, I just was trying to get a feel. And she was like, no, 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 no. Oh, really? She said, and now this is 17 age group. Mm. And she said, no, no. She said, all the men talk. And now all the men talk about it and what they expect, which wasn't what I, I was very shocked by it. But yeah. she said like a lot of the young guys would kind of expect blowjobs quite quickly. Yeah. And she said, no one's talking about it. She was like, oh, I wouldn't even think of touching myself. And no one's talking about it. None of her friend group anyway. But they're all openly talking about blowjobs and that the guys are kind of expecting this, uh, kind of, you know, and it's like, I guess they're like nightclubs, but like young, like 17, 18. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that wasn't an expectation on me and I'm only... Uh, you know 10 years older so. yeah well the the difficulty is again because we don't have good sex education in this country and then like kids are watching porn and the the kind of porn that's available to them for free on tube sites wouldn't be the most like feminist of porn and i say that yeah. as someone who watches porn and i love porn but like when that's your only source of sex education that's just like a recipe for disaster completely and, oh. and if you're not if, like if you're a parent like it and your kid's school isn't like teaching your kids like it's i'm sorry like it's down to you it's your responsibility to to do the research and make sure that you're um teaching your kids what like healthy sex and healthy relationships look like yeah it's your job to mortify your children <laughs> well no no because my stepmother's brilliant at that mm. and she's like been really good with my brothers and everything but she made a really good point where she was saying i just it's two extremes it's either kind of like this insane porn that isn't real and then there's there's no there's not there's not the other options that's yeah. being shown to them because then the other thing is on tv you don't see a lot of sex scenes because it's like two it's two extremes you don't yeah. see like the nice sex the intimate sex shauna's just getting in that's her next uh that's her next business venture she's getting into uh intimate sex yeah intimate sexual porn <laughs> and oh let's do that <laughs> I love it, intimate it's, sex. It, it's out there, but it's always a bit like Mills and Boons. I feel like, the, like they try to claim that it's like you know porn for women. And then oh, fe like fe almost feminist, feminist porn is it? Well, just the stuff that I found it just almost seems condescending in that it's a bit like Mills and Boonesy. Oh, you're not seeing the the right porn. Yeah, well, you'll have so to there, send me. You'll yeah, have to send me feminist there's, porn. There's some really really great feminist porn out there. Like, um, will you send it to me? I've never watched porn. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really great. Director. You've never watched porn, Katie? I saw one porn. Okay. Okay, and it made me never watch it again. I was 12 and a lot of bad things happened to me when I was 12. <laughs> One of the guys said, come and look at this. And he showed me a horse having sex with a woman. And then I thought, oh, Jesus. I was so horrified that I've never even Googled porn. Yeah, again. I mean, that's not really, that's well, not I mean, porn. it's not porn, you know? I know. Okay, well then no, I have that's not seen porn. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a horse fucking a woman. Oh, but sorry, can I, can I, can I just, can I, I just want to focus on, on the masturbation thing just before yeah. we jump off it? Because we jumped around there a bit. Sell to the listener why masturbation is important because yeah. i still think that some of our listeners will perhaps not be as comfortable with it 
because it feels good. <laughs> it feels so good. It, fe- it feels so good. It feels lovely. Um, but it's but like, I think there's more to it. There's, I, I, way, there's way more to it. So like it's it's like really good like physically for you. It de-stresses you. Um, it, if you do it for long enough, it counts as exercise. Um, but like it's really good for your mental health. Again, mm. like, like de-stresses. And um, I have noticed when I am like stuffed up in the nose, if I masturbate, it clears it up. That's why I have a runny nose. I'm over here in Ireland not masturbating. Oh, right. <laughs> but no way. Because she's ask... staying at her cousin's house. I can't, you know. Um, <laughs> um, can I ask you a question, though? Because I feel yeah. like a lot of women will have experienced what I experienced. When I first masturbated a lot, uh, I when I would get to that intensity, I would yeah. stop because I would think, oh, I'm like, uh, I'm going to wee or there's something wrong. It's yeah. not working. And so isn't it like kind of important to push through that as well? I just that's what, really common. Do you as have well. any sort of yeah? Yeah, um, yeah. Like try try to push through or just do whatever feels good. If you feel like you need to like pull back a bit or um, like go to the loo before you start. Um, for for any kind of like sexual adventures, like definitely go to the loo before you start, um, and then know then you'll know like when you feel that intensity like rising that you're fine you're not you're not gonna wet the bed or anything um so just out of curiosity because i've heard obviously i'm not a woman but i've heard women talk about this sensation of fuck i feel like i'm gonna wet the bed yeah well would but would you would it would it unload there or is that just a sensation um sometimes some like some women can squirt some women can't so there's like debate in the science community about like is squirt pee and i i don't know i don't have like the the studies to hand um there are there's a lot of evidence that it is pee and a lot of evidence that like there's there's female ejaculate which is very different from squirt it's like a like a thick kind of white consistency like almost like um like male ejaculate Um, but i don't think i've ejaculated yeah, it's, oh, it's not the worst. <laughs> well, I think you've probably created like some of it, yeah, but you just white. haven't it's been sort of, of down there. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It's it's like a like a white kind of liquid, but it's um, but it's it's from a it's from a gland that's like the equivalent of like the the prostate gland, but like yeah. it's like the female prostate gland, and it's just a tiny tiny amount squirt where like it's like a gush. Uh, the, the science behind it suggests that it is probably pee. But again, like my question there is like, is that really a problem? Because it's mm. sterile. I, I've had the squirt thing. Yeah. But I've also weed and it was different. This was just okay. with masturbation. Okay. So it was different to the cumin because it was like watery. It was just like water. Yeah. It was like before the wee became wee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, let yourself wee. When, when, when is wee not like water? Just out of curiosity. My wee is like yellowy and smells. All right. Oh, but I mean, that could <laughs> that just have been the amount of water. That's dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you're might, not drinking enough water. You're not water. drinking enough water. You're, you just got to stop <laughs> masturbating when you're dehydrated. Have a Lucasade and then fucking go at yourself. Get the electrolytes <laughs> into you. And then when you don't want a yellow stain on your bed, that's Lucasade. <laughs> no, but I didn't. This have week's a yellow podcast stain. That was is brought point. to you by Powerade. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're hydrated when you touch yourself. <laughs> Drink tea. No, that's a diuretic. That's that, that's a diuretic. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops, that's probably why. So, um, <laughs> since since you're since you're a sex shop at that IE. Uh, uh, when do you recommend people introduce toys into their masturbation? Oh, and why? And also why? When, whenever they start to desire toys, I guess. Um, yeah, like every everyone's different, and so the the time to introduce toys into your sex life is whenever you feel comfortable with it. Um, I do tell people like starting off if you're not sure what kind of toy to get um to masturbate and see what kind of sensations feel good to you and then try to find a toy that's going to enhance those mm-hmm. sensations so if you like inserting a finger or two then you might want something like a, a an insertable toy if you just like clit stim and like nothing else nothing inserted then you might want to just go for like just a, a little like clit stimulator um and if you like playing with your butt then maybe a butt plug or even this is a, if you're if you're curious about anal and you're and you're not sure if you want to go like 
buying a dildo or a butt plug, just get a little bit of lubricant and just rub the outside of your anus. Cause there's enough like nerve endings there that you're going to get a ton of like stimulation off of that. So I always tell people like masturbate, 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 figure out what you like, and then try to find a toy that's going to enhance the things that you already like. Actually, before we get on to toys, cause you reminded me of something that I mm. wanted to talk about a second ago. Isn't masturbation also super important because like you say figure out what you like yeah also in terms of being with your partner yeah it's hard to know what you want them to do if you don't know really what you like massively important and that and this is like another problem that we have with the lack of sex ed guys we have a lot of vocabulary for guys junk like you know we have penis and balls and like all the nicknames but we um we don't have that kind of those vocabulary are the first, those are those are the only two nicknames, those, those are the only two nicknames. <laughs> like I, I, one of them was the actual official t- one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> penis testicles balls whatever <laughs> taint gooch uh, <laughs> and uh and with women we don't we aren't given that kind of arsenal of like vocabulary when we're and even when up. they come they sound weird they sound like almost like like her tunnel of love like, like i just can't think of one good one to use other than what, pussy like, and then like, some people oh, don't yeah. like that yeah yeah because yeah if you think about it like the the only kind of nicknames we have for them are sort of like derogatory and it's it's talking about well, the question is, everything what, as a as a whole as yeah. a whole um <laughs> but yeah we're we're kind of uh diluting it down to just the whole um, rather than, you know, labia and clitoris and, um, and like urethra. Well, we, we do have flaps. We have flaps. We, I love flaps. Oh I love you. We do have flaps. I love calling them flaps. <laughs> <laughs> like, like flaps and cunt are my favorite. I gave a 10 minute talk for, for head stuff one time about how cunt is my favorite word in the English language because it's always meant the same thing. It's never meant anything other than cunt. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just, I love it. It's no, great. cunt is a great word. It's got a lot of power and it's amazing how people consider that to be the worst word even though it's mm. just really a word for Fun vagina to say yeah. great yeah. consonants yeah cunt yeah <sighs> how do you feel about gee <laughs> the, uh the the nickname or the actual the food product no gee the nickname was just specific to ireland yeah um oh i saw there was a bottle of wine that i got last week week that was called or no maybe it was a beer and it was called like gee cock or cock gee or something like that Oh really? Yeah, and uh, anyways, there's like, also one called Bishop's Finger. Is there? Yeah, I I, I market that, <laughs> but no, that's a beer called Bishop's Finger. Terrifying. Anyway, yeah. uh, you 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 were about to say about masturbation and why it's important for sex. Then we yeah. started talking about nicknames. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm I'm terrible for rambling. That's alright. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm focused. I'm on it. He's focused. He keeps me focused. I ramble as well. Yeah. So. Um. I yeah. So like masturbation is like massively important when you're in a relationship because like you said, it it means that you you know like what feels good for you and you can communicate that to mm-hmm. your partner. Um. But I think oftentimes, especially like women in heterosexual relationships, we often defer to men it, because it's it's what's played out in our pop culture that men are supposed to automatically know like what gets us off um like a 50 shades of gray thing where like the the slightly older guy is going to give you a sexual awakening that you didn't even realize you needed um which just like isn't gonna happen um and you like women aren't supposed to communicate what they want and need to Mm. guys and so i think we need to uh get rid of all of that <laughs> and start teaching young women that we we need to be able to communicate like in the bedroom and guys need to we need to teach guys to listen to that yeah. and not just uh, assume that what whatever you're doing like what if you're copying something that you see in a porn that that's what's going to get yeah. every single woman off because it's absolutely not yeah, yeah I mean we've definitely we've, we've covered that pretty early yeah. actually we had we had an amazing message which I, I can only imagine that you receive messages like this because in a country like Ireland some people literally haven't been exposed to any like positive chat about sex yeah but uh, a woman messaged us to say that she listened to the podcast and that she just started seeing a guy and it gave her the confidence to tell the guy what she wanted him to do for her. That's so and that awesome. She had orgasm during sex for the first time. She's 32 years of age. Amazing. And yeah. and by the way, I, that made I, me I, so happy. I, I wanted to cry when I read it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that Katie would love that. But but here's the thing that I found so interesting about that message. First of all, I was I was delighted, but I don't think of it in terms of how great are we 
that we said that, I thought, how, how bad is it in Ireland that a simple semi-jokey conversation that we have about communicating with your partner can it's, change her life? Like, how bad is the information out there? But, yeah. But, you know, and it is like... And how effective it is to just know and then it changes. And I have a lot of... So, a, a lot of my girlfriends will have a lot more casual sex now and that's a bit more comfortable and that's mm. good. But where they're not orgasming. Where I'm like, I don't want to. And now that I have orgasm during sex, yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't want to even waste my time. Like I want, so it's really, uh, I, like I'll only orgasm during sex if I masturbate doing it. But I, I would have been mortified to do that before I was like, okay, I've only started doing that. Yeah. But I, I, it wouldn't have, I don't even, I think I was with an older man. So I did have an older man, sorry, where he did give me a <laughs> sexual awakening. Okay, well that's good He too. told me to do it. Okay. And I she didn't go like, and write a fucking book about it, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that's now a Fifty Shades of Grey. It was more Fifty Shades of he only wa- owns one be- set of bed sheets. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to marry this guy. But um, yeah, no, he said, "Will you rub yourself?" Yeah. Not, and I was like, "Okay." And <laughs> then I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> this is the best." And then the next sexual partner I had, I like, did that, and I like orgasm so i orgasm six times during the one sex session yeah and, and then i i tried to do it with a different partner as well but he just kept like g- g- like coming every time i would do that so he was like oh yeah but yeah so anyway i think that's a, that's another thing that a lot of women find difficult is um masturbating in front of another person like it's one thing to do it on your own um like i i remember when i first did that it took it took a few goes for me to be able to actually um reach orgasm because i was just so mortified um like in my and and this is like me I'm like really comfortable with sex but I the first couple of times that I like masturbated in front of a partner I just wasn't I I just couldn't get there it's that kind of like stage fright almost Mm. absolutely and then like I uh I break out in a rash so I go my face goes I've had people ask me like oh my god are you okay yeah like I look like a burn victim for like a couple of minutes yeah but I just had to like be like fuck it I just need to get over that or why am I putting in like I need to get to that enjoyment because it's just so frustrating if you're not being satisfied yeah yeah. and you're putting in it's like I don't know I can't think of an analogy but like it'd be like going for a run every day but still not having abs or something (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how you get abs, but yeah. But what I like, what I what I would say to people is like, you know, push through the awkwardness. It's going to be awkward the first few times, so don't like feel like there's anything wrong that you need to like stop just because like it's it's feeling a little bit awkward. Like try to push through the awkwardness. You'll come out the other side feeling a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I love it. I mean, I I I do ask women sometimes to play with themselves, especially in a situation where clearly like it's just it's hard to find. Mm. You know, it's hard to get to that place where they seem like they're going to get to a climax where you think like, if you know how to do it yourself, like, <laughs> I'd love a hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd, I'd love some assistance here. And I also would love the, the experience of watching you do it. Uh, but not all people aren't always comfortable. And mm. of course, you know, you're not pushy about it. But I, I definitely... I've recommended it many times, but mm. I, I guess maybe like 50% of the time. But but also like an, uh, like another thing is that like not everybody is going to be able to orgasm every single time. There's mm. a lot of people who just cannot orgasm for whatever reason or whatever physiological or psychological reason and not to put as a partner of that person, not to put pressure on them to mm. orgasm by saying like, am I doing something wrong? Like, what am yeah. I do- doing? That kind of thing. Like, it's obviously like, it's it's good to to ask in a very kind of like supportive way. Is there anything I can do? But to put pressure on someone, mm. like what, what do we need to do to make sure you have an orgasm? can be like really pressurizing and preventing that person from coming as well it's so true as well because i remember i had an ex-boyfriend but like he'd be like going down on me and then he'd keep asking like and then i'm like you're just re- you're just i can't you're just tra- distracting me you yeah know? and then i'm like it just yeah you kind of just fucking let, let it you want a guy who too like much loves, who loves going down on you but isn't going to to make a big deal if you can't come yeah yeah no yeah. it's just just as a guy sometimes it's hard to know when to give up yeah we'll tell you <laughs> but you don't i mean no i'm just i'm not going down on you katie so but uh, no 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 but i'm just saying like sometimes you, you know sometimes they don't i mean more often than not they don't like in that like us chatting about communicating in the bedroom is yeah. not the norm yeah so often it can, sometimes it can be difficult to know should i keep at it you know because you feel like some people like they'll keep you down there until it's done because they think they're going to get there but sometimes they're not going to get there, but you don't know when to stop that, yeah. that, that, that's a tough thing to to know how to deal with but again i, I think it, it boils down to uh like a, a lot of women deferring to their their male partners and like not wanting to um 
like make you feel bad for not being able to make them come and just saying like oh do i do i keep up with this do i fake it never fake it never fake never I, fake it i've faked it sorry lads <laughs> yeah, never sorry. fake it man i've done but the there's no reason to apologize never, you're apologizing to yourself really i know i just was like i was tired and i'm like a lot of time i wasn't because i just wasn't orgasming for so long that yeah. i was just like I, it's so yeah it's just confused i'm still confused even like sometimes when i masturbate i'm like is that was that an orgasm <laughs> that happens too sometimes yeah. you're just like so tired you just fall asleep on top of your vibrator yeah not and, that that's ever happened to me <laughs> and can i ask you a question? I, I have fallen asleep with my dick in my hand Aww. just for whatever i don't know it was just i guess i wasn't i don't know why that sounds kind of sweet <laughs> kind of like comforting like a teddy bear if i had balls i would hold them all the time i love having a boyfriend right? because i'm always holding their balls if i, I had balls i'd hold them all the time but i cancer when <laughs> oh, i was 24 sorry, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well you have ball if i had <laughs> if i had ball i would hold it all the time <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally kidding uh, um wait, wait my uh, mom just died you <laughs> know that's like one of those jokes like oh thanks for bringing up my mom my mom just died you know? <laughs> um Oh, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you sell sex toys. Do you sell male sex toys? Are I ma- do. What are male sex toys? I brought one. Fantastic. I brought one, I brought you a toy and I brought Des a toy. That was, it's, oh, I'm so great. glad you did because I actually forgot to message you yeah. because I think we're possibly very female focused so far in this uh, yeah. podcast, which is totally fine. But, you know, I, I did think it would be great if you brought... Why don't you start with a female one? Okay, cool. Yeah, I got a message asking, would we ask you about male toys? That's how I can come yeah. up with it, which is... I mean, I know that you have them because I follow you on Instagram. So I, I saw you talking about this bad <laughs> boy. This? So this is the Jiju Rabbit Bullet Vibrator. Where does so that go? It's a, it's a clitoral vibrator. So the Ooh. way that it works... <laughs> so the way that it works, um, the two ears vibrate. And you would like put your clitoris in between the two ears. Jesus. Yeah. And it's like really intense despite being really super small. Um, and it's rechargeable, USB rechargeable. So you can plug it into your laptop. It's kind of cute. It's really cute. Nice. I love it. But Katie, that means you can plug it into your laptop. That's There's a suggestion in that. You can watch porn. Oh, I just thought <laughs> it was being like convenient. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because like about 10 years ago, all of the, all of the different like brands of vibrators had like different, they, they had all the different like plugs and stuff. So like travel adapters and all that, or you would need to go out and buy a travel adapter. And then like a couple of brands started doing like USB like chargers and then they all followed suit. So now pretty much all rechargeable vibrators are going to have like a USB charging system. And it's great because it means you can go to any country and bring your vibrator with you. So sorry. No. Just looking at this, I say, oh, well, this is not the stereotypical sex toy, right? No. I, I don't know what's the stereotypical Well, I just, sex in the toy. sense that Katie has never used one. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've never, I've never even. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm glad that this is going to be your first anyway. Yeah. All I... right. So that's it. This, the, that's this it. is going to be your first one. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to order this. No, this is no, yours. I'm just going to give it to you. That's yours. <laughs> but you have you. to review it. I will. This is like Oprah. In a tasteful way. Everybody gets a sex toy. (laughs) This is so cute. I'm going to get him a little jumper. (laughs) (laughs) A little rabbit. You have to knit it yourself. (laughs) So sorry, can I just ask about this on a practical level? Yeah. So this is a a clitoral stimulator, but can you also stick it inside yourself or it's not really for that? It's not really for that. I mean, you could. You could do like some shallow penetration. No, I, I, that's great because I don't like the sticking inside. Oh, really? I just, okay. I'm, like, I'm a click girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you're a click girl, you're going to love this I know. This, this is yeah. like, you knew me before you knew me. And I just, I love the color because like so much of the industry is like pinks and purples and this one's like a teal blue. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Can, can I, this is a digression. <laughs> this goes against what I believe in in terms of running these conversations. <laughs> but I'm reading Grace and Perry's The Descent of Man, uh, which is a book about masculinity. But... This thing blew my mind. I just read it this morning. Pink was a masculine color until was, like 1910 or something. And and blue was a feminine color. Blue was a feminine color. Yeah. And and the main they say the main reason it was a swap was I think maybe it was Teddy Roosevelt's wife or certainly one of oh no actually I think it was Dwight D Eisenhower's wife the 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 death knell for pink as a masculine color or certainly pink the the beginning of pink as a feminine color without question. She wore this uh, this pink dress, which everyone thought was the the essence of femininity. Oh, and wow. then pink that that was really like when pink then was solidified as a feminine color. But in in our minds, I think most people think that pink was some natural thing that women gravitated yeah. towards. 
And I, it blew my mind to think that actually blue used to be the feminine color and this is just something we've just taken on. Yeah. yeah. So take your feminine blue vibrator and have a, <laughs> I'm have a, a lady. go up yourself. <laughs> I'm a feminine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know that. I knew that it had swapped around like the 1910s, 1920s. I didn't realize it was because of... Um, well, don't quote me on that because okay. I, this is just like, I read this today and I could be wrong on the president. I could yeah. be, that would make it the 50s, but... I, I could be wrong on that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm open to being wrong and I'm open to being corrected. However, I do think a lot of our listeners will not have known that. I mean, I don't think I'm the smartest guy on the planet, but I literally found out today. I have a fair idea. Some other people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it. Mm. So there, there you, you go. go. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm pretty good at table quizzes. So <laughs> changing, uh, changing gender color norms. One clitoral stimulator at a time. Blue is yeah. my favorite color. Blue is a really great color. Yeah. Yeah. So, will I show you, you yours? This, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I didn't so realize. I'm so excited about the man toy. I can't even imagine in my head. Like, also, I don't even know what lube is for. Like, I realize it's for. Because we oh, came. I brought, we, I brought lube too. Okay. Well, I know like, it's we for came, to make it we came across. Katie had heard a comedian doing a bit about what did you what was that thing called? Oh my god! So it's called a flashlight. Yeah, but I thought he was not he was, body safe, right? I can see it in your face. Well, no, <laughs> not gonna go there. But they uh, flashlight do not um, disclose the materials. Now I would assume that it's some sort of like elastomer, and that's fine. Um, but they don't disclose the materials, oh, okay. so I can't stock them on that. Basis. So this is the spinner. So that's the Tanga spinner. So Tanga is a Japanese brand. Um, and I really want to go to Tokyo because I have been told. You okay? That, yeah, I just got a cramp in my leg. Sorry. <laughs> I've been told that they sell Tanga products in vending machines in Tokyo. Wow. Yeah. Vending machines. Yeah. Can I look at it? No, it's, it's very uh, wrapped. So it's, so. You put an ear penis in here? Yeah, so it's kind of like a flashlight in that it's like it's a masturbation sleeve, but there's texture on the inside. Oh, Can a masturbation sleeve. Can you open it up? Or do you really want to play with this? I want to touch it. Open it up. Open it up. <laughs> you know what? It reminds me of that toy you had when you were a kid and it would slip Don't in and that. slip out. You know, the little toy. Oh, the thing oh, that the you couldn't snake. hold it? Yeah, yeah you couldn't hold it's it. It's kind of like a water snake. Now I'm oh, like, that's right. like mortified. Oh, right. I wonder why I used to stick my dick in a water snake. <laughs> <laughs> Open up the, the spinner there, Katie. So it comes in like a hard plastic case. And then... I think you have to twist it. There Jesus. you go. Yeah. Oh my God, it feels amazing. Katie, let me show you how to do it. No, I'm just kidding. Can I, can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where'd you put your... Your dick. So, <laughs> you take... So, it comes with like a little sachet of lubricant. And oh, you easy, 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 easy. But feel the inside of it. It's like, it's got like texture in it. And then the... It feels um, a bit like my vagina. <laughs> well, I think... I'd be worried if that's what the inside of your vagina felt like. You should probably go I get that checked get that out. <laughs> yeah, like I can get why that's But like... then I love, like it has like this internal coil thing. So when you like jerk off with it, it twists around your penis. Jesus We know there's Christ. been progress in fucking sexism because I still oh, haven't had a chance to fucking technology. feel my own sex toy here. It feels lovely. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get the fake vagina out of Katie's hands. It feels like one of those fake, or no, not fake, oh, you know wow. the chicken breasts before you cook it? Like a fillet. A yeah, chicken yeah, fillet, yeah. that's what it feels like. Looks like what? what you should what, fuck what, a chicken what's fillet. What's the, what, what's Stranger Salmonella. Things? Salmonella. What's Stranger Things, the, 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 the world that they go into in Stranger Things? Oh, uh, the oh. upside down world. Yeah, down. fucking looking, this is like the upside down. <laughs> I love this it. Is great. I just want to touch I, it all the time. Let, let me um actually at the end at the end of the I'll put it a little close to the video. Oh, so this is great. So actually we're both gonna do a sex toy review, which I wasn't even thinking. There yeah. you go. That's I just, just took classic. my finger on your sex toy. I'm sorry. I it's didn't all right. I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna what, what, what did you think I was gonna do <laughs> with it? I don't know. I just thought I don't know. Katie why do you why would you think that you're the only one that's going to get to use a bloody sex toy? She's going to go know, home and just, just like look at it. You don't seem like someone who'd use a sex toy. You just seem like someone who'd go have sex. You know, if I said that the other way around now, there'd no. be a front page article in the Irish Times. It's better to be a, wo- <laughs> it's better to be a woman right now. <laughs> I'm only joking. But, yeah, I'm uh, giving you guys homework. But I don't look like a guy that would use a sex toy. You just look like someone who'd go out and have sex. Oh, there's just so much going on with what you're saying, but in a this couple of years... This is a sex toy double it, standard that co- I'm always on about. Oh, oh, is there a oh, sex no, toy like, double standard? Yeah, yeah, it's like the one double standard that kind of works in women's favor. Yes. But the but the double standard with sex toys, I'm like constantly trying to fight against because like women, we, there's much more um, sex toys out there for 
women than there are for guys and I think part of that is the 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 double standard and that like women are seen as being like liberal and liberated and they like to watch sex in the city and all that and guys who have sex toys are seen as like serial killers and I'm like no yes, just, that is a good point they're just having fun see that is a good point. I just However, thought you didn't look like a serial killer thanks uh, <laughs> although it is interesting because on one level I guess I used to always think that it was kind of practical in that like women uh, could use them a little bit more than guys yeah. in that like a hand has never seemed inadequate for me mm. well a hand has never seemed inadequate for me yeah, either I but guess I guess sometimes I like a vibrator too yeah <laughs> and what yeah if- but guys I guess guys don't need vibration as much maybe I don't know but that's yeah. uh, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm literally just reinforcing exactly what we're talking about well possibly but like um, can you place this back in the plastic <laughs> sure. can you place my vagina no excuse me this. that's my vagina <laughs> I can't believe I'm touching something your dick is gonna be in if, later if you edited that incorrectly somebody would like is this guy claiming it's his vagina it's not, <laughs> it's not his vagina his detachable vagina. I love What's penises. That? It feels what, what, like a penis. Oh, this is a lubricant. Oh, you get yeah, a little sachet just, of lube. A little sachet of lube. Wonderful. But um, they've started making like vibrators for guys as well. But also, like guys can use regular vibrators too. Um, you just use it like on the on the frenulum. So like, if you flap your dick back and you have the the little kind of string bit that attaches the head to the shaft, and um, that's really sensitive, and you can. I, I've had a vibrator against my dick, in in this sort of. You know, Was mutu- it nice? mutual play. And how'd you like it? Oh no, I like I like the vibration sensation. Yeah. But I think a lot of guys feel like it's um it's like a feminine toy, and so they wouldn't ever consider a vibrator mm. like purchasing a vibrator for them. No, but you know, so I'm just thinking of other fears like um so what if the vibrator is way better than any sexual like experience with a sexual partner so that'd be my worry as well because the shower head is pretty good right now shower head's amazing i know it's better than use the shower head with a partner uh, yeah i guess you could use the vibrator with a partner yeah i'm uh, another thing that i uh, another common misconception is that a vibrator is going to desensitize you and you're yeah. never going to be able to get pleasure off of a partner ever again and that's like not necessarily true if you're consistently using a really high-powered vibrator and you suddenly take the vibrator off your clit and try to get stimulation off of like your hands or someone's face um obviously the the level of like stimulation isn't going to be the same and so it could take you a few goes before that'll like kind of balance out but again like it's it's just it's all about balance so like you're never going to like permanently desensitize your clip by using a vibrator so stop spreading those myths <laughs> and also i just think that like it'd be very hard to sort of not appreciate all that goes with the extra stuff of being with a human being yeah and that the vibrator can't touch your breast at the same time yeah. as touching your you know there's just a lot your like, vibrator isn't gonna cuddle you at the end of yeah. the night yeah yeah no that's true like or let you down in never... the long term yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry or i'm a little cynical <laughs> i was asked you know sometimes i do q a's at the end of my show and a couple of weeks ago i think it was literally just a couple of days after the first episode of the shift went out uh, a woman asked the q a do you ever get jealous of a vibrator mm. and i said no i've never found myself in competition with a vibrator but if i felt under pressure i would just hum while fucking <laughs> <laughs> Which you, you know, we got a i was game. in a relationship one time with a guy who didn't want me to use my vibrator when i was with him yeah, really yeah I, I guess and then i was like this isn't gonna work out yeah it's funny yeah i mean i, I never like to make judgments on anybody and their weird stuff but it does shock me how people are like the stuff that people is are into very rarely shocks me mm. but the stuff that people aren't into can surprise me sometimes yeah like as in like why would you care but you just never know yeah. where people are coming from you know yeah well i guess they were jealous of the vibrator so that question she asked you yeah, yeah. or maybe performance felt like the machine was better well, it could be shame too you know it could be shame like that that it seems like dirty or something yeah i got the impression that it was like more jealousy really? yeah, yeah 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 but it was getting me off rather than him. But like what I, what I say to people is that like it can be like a mutual thing. Like you can have someone fucking you while using a vibrator. Like just use any kind of combination of like whatever you want to do, dudes. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to say that obviously there's a gazillion questions that we have for you. But it is my desire to have you as a regular guest so yeah i hope that's acceptable yeah can i answer answer like people's questions and stuff like yeah well we'll, we'll 
I mean, we, we should, I should have really done that for this particular app, but then at the same time, we were talking to you for the first time, so I feel like we would have had so many questions. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, if, we, if, we, if we do it regular enough, like, because I guess it's good, it's good advertisement for you too. Yeah. And, and you're like very much in the know about it. We'll do questions from, from the listeners the next time. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, uh, Katie, do you have any, uh, any, any final things that you want to ask before we go? No. You don't have any more questions? I will have a million though okay. for you in the future. De- definitely. Use the, use the vibrator and then come back and like ask me questions. <laughs> it's just well, we like, are, I, I, well, I was going to say that in the next step we were going to talk about this experience. But would you prefer yeah. if we waited to discuss it with you? Oh, I don't mind. Whatever you guys want to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, either, yeah. either way, it's fine. You can, yeah. you, can give us, you can give us toys to try the next time also. Yeah. Would, would you or like- if you can wait 20 minutes. <laughs> i'll have a cup of tea have a cup of, like have i know a cup my way around the kitchen we'll, now. we'll be we'll be back wait though can i do actually have another question okay katie's got one more question with what how do i watch porn um on your computer <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some porn okay cool yeah can you can you send katie a link of like some 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 nice porn to watch yeah, like, and then I we'll like discuss when, that also i don't like choking i don't like any violence oh okay yeah okay yeah you know, I like, like, looking like, oh, they're going to have a family. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Making a baby. Um, yeah, they I'll try they to tend find... not to come inside. Just to give you, <laughs> give you the bad news. It's very little. On the face. In... I don't want the face. When's the first time a guy asked me, where do you want me to put this? I was like, uh, nowhere. Did he, ha- did he have it in his hand? What was going on? Where do you no, want me to wait, put it? No, where did he want? Because obviously he, weren't, he wasn't going to come inside you. So he was like, like where, where do you want me to come? Face or tits. Oh, and Jesus. And I was like. That's, Over there. That's, that's bleak. <laughs> face or tits? I was never But did he say that. face or tits? Or are you putting... Did he actually say face or tits? He said like face or breasts. Wow. <laughs> or did he say face? He said something. I can't remember now. I don't want to quote him wrong. But I was like... Boops. Like your but your some, face. Yeah. But Come then, on your own face. <laughs> very difficult. <laughs> you, you have to like get right out well, of the... you're sc- very tall. Well, you have to get right out of the scenario and then you're going to fucking like... <laughs> Oh, can I tell you a quick thing though? Because I, the first, the, one of the first times I wanked off a guy, because um, the sperm is a little bit more shooty then, and it like shot up and hit me in the face. So yeah, well that's good and bad for you in that it's bad that it shot you in the face, but it doesn't always shoot up like that. So that's actually like a good experience Talent. that you had. Yeah, Talent. I was. I, yeah. Well, I, you, I tell you, that must have been a long build up, man. How old was this guy? <laughs> we were fifteen. Oh yeah, I remember. I used to shoot him like that. <laughs> It's more like a baby getting sick nowadays. You know? <laughs> it's more like a mop, mop, mop. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, sometimes you don't know. Like you know, if 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 you're having very dangerous, unprotected sex uh, when when nobody's on birth control and you're having them tested. But no, no, when you're when you're having unprotected sex in a situation where it, you it, you should not uh, come inside, which I'm not suggesting in any way as a safe method of birth control. Uh, you know, it, it it can you know like you can obviously just like come in your own hand or come in the sheets but then sometimes people want you want it on them so you you know i think it's good to ask yeah, like, oh, yeah no absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but if the only options you're given the person is no no that's <laughs> terrible that's absolutely terrible um uh you know but then i've had some i've had some, i've had some great like requests from the woman like not my question but like requests before i get a chance to ask and just like very specific and clearly they're into it and I, I find that very hot mm. like when you know when they're in like that's like their thing it's like wow yeah. I don't know where it came from and I'm not going to get into it yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking any questions I'm, I'm not just asking go any along questions you know is this a previous boyfriend or the porn or whatever yeah. but I just like the fact that they're into that mm. and can I let you go oh, this is going to sound really bad because not to promote uh, unprotected sex but if you go onto the Planned Parenthood website they, they list it as one of the and they they say it's seventy eight percent effective. What, is what withdrawal? Pull out, pull out. They'll pull yeah. out like yeah. they say, um, the pill, um, that thing you put inside you. What's it called? Oh, the, the IUD. IUD. Oh, the coil. The IUD, and then yeah. and then and then they say um, pull out method. And I yeah. couldn't. I was really shocked because I was like, I didn't even think realize that that would be something you would have on a. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they do, like, they have to include it. Like, obviously, there are much more um, effective methods. But, um, like, if you don't have access to those things, it's, like, 
pulling out is better than not pulling out so yeah. they have to list it yeah but when you think about it did you say 78 percent it was like it was like high 70s and yeah it but was when like you 70- think about like 22 percent chance of getting pregnant it's a really high percentage and when you think about when people are trying than one in five when people are trying like like full belt and they're they're not getting pregnant like 22 percent is a high chance of pregnancy yeah. really I have the marina coil and I love it. I hate getting it inserted. It hurts like a motherfucker. But um, what, but is, it, what is that? So the uh, marina coil, it's kind of like a Y shaped thing. It's like it's like an IUD, but slightly different. It has like a little like coil on it. But um, it implants in your uterus and it prevents um, eggs from implanting in the uterus. Oh, Does right. it have hormones in it? A tiny amount of hormones. So I don't use any birth control. Okay. Because I was on the pill for my skin and it made me cry all of the time. It like right. really messed with my mental health. So you might benefit from the copper coil. Because that has it, no, right? That has no hormones in it, but it will make your period like heavier. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just like, no, just I'm just baby. gonna, I just condoms and they're just gonna have to put up with it. I'm like, you know, I just can't. I, w- I would actually rather do pull-out method, um, which is not, not advisable, but with my ex-boyfriend, we would do pull-out method. But mm. like, you know like you say that's actually a high 28 percent. i think i would get like mm. so much anxiety from doing the pull-out method and no other form of birth control yeah. i don't know that's we'll, we'll do it we'll, we'll do a birth control lap we should yeah i would look because i just i hate putting hormones in my body and i hate that and it's i hate that it's on the responsibility of the woman i wish there was like a male bur i was dating a guy once who was like i'm planning like to get the snip so i was like <laughs> When you do that with a friend of mine got it the other day, got a vasectomy and um like really super easy. It's like an outpatient procedure and he was like up walking around the next day. Yeah, but it's a it's quite it, it's a it's a big thing to do in terms of like it is reversible, right? But it's a big it, it, it deal is, to reverse it. Is reversible, it. So it is but better it, yeah. it is better when you you're clearly sure you're not gonna have any more children. Yeah. It's a little early if you just wanna fucking roll it around the place. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so listen, Shauna, so fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so oh, much for having me. Plug all your stuff, yeah. please. Oh, um, can I plug my my plugs? Um, <laughs> oh, you brought up plugs oh, too. Oh, good. Well, we can we, we can, look at it? We can yeah. talk about them. Jesus. We'll talk about this. Another, another yeah, we'll time. save that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll I'll save it. For another one. Katie, we got a, we got we got years of this. Sorry, I thought a butt plug was like a plug that you put in the shower or you know the bath. That's what I thought it looked like. That's for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, Katie, hold your fire. Um, but yeah, so I Ranch. exist uh, at sexshopa.ie, S E X S I O P A.ie. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at sexshopa all one word. Lovely. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for I'm having follow me. Guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening everybody. Thanks to Shauna. Thanks to Katie. Um, just a few things. Uh, myself and Katie put it out on Instagram that we were looking for people's feedback if they had any stories about their experience with sex toys, questions about sex toys, anything at all. Uh, but we did realize that the episode hadn't gone out yet. So we're sort of putting it out here. Anybody with any thoughts about uh, their experience with sex toys, please give us some feedback. We'll include it in the next app to go along with myself and Katie's review. Uh, so I guess we'll sort of have a bit of a part two. Uh, we won't include your name. In fact, we won't include your name in general moving forward unless you ask us to include your name because I think anonymity... Uh, Perhaps we'll bring an openness to people's discussions. Uh, unless, of course, you want to hear your name. And, and that's also totally fine. Uh, so, always open to questions uh, that you want us to discuss. Feel free to send questions to at Katie Boyle Comic on Instagram or at Des Bishop on Instagram. We will discuss anything at all. It might drive an entire episode. No question is too dumb. Uh, So please feel free and be entirely open about anything you want us to discuss. Uh, If if we think that your question would be better answered by an expert, we'll hold on to it. Um, We have some really interesting discussions coming up uh, in the next few episodes. We talked to Thomas Whitfield, a sex researcher based in New York, about STIs about the effects of porn, and also 
quite timely for Ireland about uh, HIV and the uh, PrEP drug, which um, uh, decreases your chances uh, a lot uh, for transmission of HIV. Uh, there happened to be an article about that in the Irish Times just the other day. We also talked to Sarah Eckel, who wrote the book, It's Not You, which focused a lot on being single uh, later in life, uh, quote unquote, later in life, or later than you should be single, which of course would include me. Uh, we talked to her about relationships in general, uh, and a really interesting discussion with her about jealousy, uh, and that was really great. We also talked to Colm Terrell, Irish comedian based in New York, and that was a lighthearted chat just about the Irish male experience uh, of coming to New York. Plus, I thought it was important to get uh, another couple of guys' voices on the podcast. We've had a lot of women, which I don't have a problem with, but it's not just for women, this podcast. Majority of our feedback does come from women. So any guys out there, please give your feedback. We'll answer questions, uh, things you want to know. Anyway, a lot coming up on the podcast. Please subscribe. Five stars on iTunes or leave reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll have some big news coming up in the next few weeks uh, about where the podcast is going to be going forward. Uh, we're not on Spotify yet, but I'm working on it. Anyway, thank you so much. Come to Boston if uh, if you're there. I'm in Limerick on March 16th, and I'm in Galway the following weekend, the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. So if you're looking to come to some shows, do that. And then I'm in Australia from the end of March, uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival and Sydney Comedy Festival. Katie, as I always say, at Katie Boyle Comic, always doing shows in New York. Thank you so much, guys. Chat soon. Welcome to the shift. Welcome to the shift with Des and Katie. We're gonna have a good time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm